What's up, everyone? I'm Gavin, also known as Tweak. And joining him is Charles. What's up? In the in the flesh. Yeah, Charles, Charles live in the building. What's going on, guys? You got Matt, aka Has. You already know what's going on. Had a big weekend, Smash Ultimate, actually. Uh, Invitational, of course. Crown, as well. Yeah. A lot of big tournaments, a lot of big results coming up this weekend, guys. Uh, a lot of discussion, too, going on mm. uh, around the DLC pack, too, of course. So we'll get into all that as well. But how are you guys doing today? A lot doing of travel well. this weekend. Yeah. I was at the Invitational from Tuesday to Sunday. So a long uh, week for me. And... Uh, Charles is here. He's visiting for a bit until CEO, which we'll both be at as well. So very busy. Oh, I didn't know you confirmed for CEO. Nice. Yeah. And I get sick, bro. That's all I'm saying. I need <laughs> well, you the we'll next sick, weekend. True, true. All right. All right. Something important. Gommel, right? Happening next weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing else really going CEO on. CEO into Haz's wedding into Double Down. Yeah. <laughs> very busy. True. Actually true. Dang. That is busy. Anyway. Cool. All right, where do we want to start here, gentlemen? Uh, oh, we had a sick episode, or yes. whatever you want to call it, uh, Tweet Talks while we were there. I, that's honestly yeah. one of my favorite parts of that weekend, man. We can call yeah. it an episode, I guess. Call it an episode. We had uh, the interview with the four players from Japan there, and also Ferps, which was great, because yeah. uh, he's one of my favorite people. Him and Loaf are like my two new favorite people coming out of the, that event. I already knew I liked Loaf like a decent amount. Yeah, Loaf is the GOAT. But I didn't know Ferps like at all, really. But man, they were really nice to meet, get to know like their personalities a little bit, and just see how hungry they were to get dubs and like play so much. So they were they were dope for sure. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite was probably Gact. I mean, we yeah. had Food. We just, he, he was he was based, <laughs> but it was really fun based to just what? ask so many different questions, right? From a different meta, uh, from a player based yeah. from a different meta. So just thinking about their thoughts on Pikachu, their thoughts on Steve and Kazuya and stuff like that. So it was really, really fun. And I got to ask a lot of questions that I just wanted to ask. And I, I think, man, what was my favorite question? It was probably the Pikachu question. I, I really am interested in hearing Japan's thoughts on Pikachu because they vary so much from American thoughts. Yeah, that in the top three was easily my favorite. Most oh, of it, bro, I put Gavin on blast every single time, which was super dope. I swear that was a collaboration. <laughs> like still, I still think that. Yeah, like, if you if you haven't listened to them chat, make sure you go in and listen to them. And, and yeah, they had really, really interesting cool. like thoughts on the best characters in the game. They had really cool thoughts on their own characters, especially it. Um, like, for example, Ashimo thinking Ryu is the strongest fighting game character, having a lot of faith in Ryu. Like, Great. stuff like that is really Bro. cool. And then you see Ashimo play the game and just win with Ryu and, like, dominate. It's like, like, this confidence goes a long way, I feel like, whether it's right or wrong. Bro, yeah, not only did he say that, but he proved it, too. You yeah, know? exactly. Played this weekend, Dan, Ryu did look like the best. It's so yeah. funny because everyone's talking about Kazuya. Obviously. Well, sorry, everyone's talking about Steve and also Kazuya, like, a little bit. Yeah. But, dude, that Ryu, I saw it. It was said a couple times in chat. It's like, this is optimization of a character, like, truly. Like, Ryu, you think of big, strong combos, you think of Ken, right? You think of, you think of Kazuya, but you don't think of Ryu. But Ryu's combos, they might be shorter, but... He's just a direct guy. Like he just gets to the point. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no bullshit with Ryu. He's like, I'm just gonna kill you, and that's it. Like that's over. So that zero damage bullet was the best, dude. You know, get that 30, 40 damage in two hits and just move on. What is that? That's insane, yeah. right? People aren't talking about that enough. And 
I, I said it on the mic a few times this weekend, but his disadvantage and his recoveries were so, so good too. Like just the long focus off stage, like so he can go low because they're hard to contest if they go low because contesting sure you that low is hard. Yeah. But contesting them head on, like going vertical at them or horizontal at them is, is tough. Um, that and neutral air. He used neutral air. So I thought forever Ken's neutral air was better. I might have changed my mind after this weekend, after seeing the way he used that move, especially in disadvantage. He would just squish up. Like his hurt box didn't exist anymore. It was nuts. Yeah. It's really good. So shout out to Watching Oshimo's matches reminded me like of Smash 4 again in terms of how scared the opponent looked. It's like usually like when you're watching Ryu, like the other player doesn't look like terrified. But I feel like Oshimo put the fear in everyone, like with the like the optimization, the kill power, and like it was just just reminded me of Smash 4 again, honestly. Yeah, I forget who I was talking Someone was going up to play Ashima. I was like, are you ready for this matchup? Like, yeah, I played against Ken a good amount. I'm like, uh, it's, you know, kind of the same, but like at the same time, really. very, yeah. very different. Yeah, like kind of, but yeah, it's, and I think honestly, like it's going to be, aside from everything else with Steven Kazuya, one of the biggest impacts of this weekend certainly will be the number of reuse we see because Shoto players aren't afraid to mix it up. You know what I mean? Try Ken, try Terry, try Kazu. We've seen Vendetta go the whole damn lineup before. You know what I mean? How yeah. is Ryu going to fit into the mix though? That's always the question. I think probably a lot more attempts now, honestly. He looks so strong, dude. It was nuts. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and hearing like uh, the funniest thing about the Japanese players, like they had the, the craziest, weirdest top threes and then Ferps comes up and just hits us with the Aegis Pikachu yeah. like Joker. And I'm like, phew, like something is like expected. <laughs> yeah, Real back to reality, right? Yeah. Bro, and what shout out to Charles. Oh, go ahead, Charles. Oh, I, I just want to say that um, Osimo's uh, Rio was just so crazy in terms of, and even just him highlighting what he feels like is strong about the character as well. Yeah. I mean, just defensively, Ryu does really well. And I feel like uh, Ryu is just a better stray hit character than Ken. Ken, you need to, you know, combo these smaller hits into the bigger hits, right? But Ryu just have, like, these big hits. I mean, Tatsu being the main one, right? You can just fling Tatsu out or just, like, hit into the Tatsu confirm and then just get the KO, especially on DI mix-ups and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, up air, too, is just such a nasty tool for Up air to assure you. It's oh, a man. hit confirm. And, dude, he did up air into Tatsu, too, at certain points. Like, yeah, it, just wild. Like, his the big thing that I started stealing from him, too, even with Ken, parry down, down smash. I did yeah. it, like, a bit, like, here and there, but he did it a lot, like, a lot, because the auto turnaround and the reach on that move, and even if they land and they could shield it, you get the cancel afterwards, so you can go into focus and, like, either let it rip and pop their shield, or you could back away. Like, dude... This guy, I mean, he's a vulture. He's eating the whole carcass. You know, the whole there's nothing left on Ryu. You know what I mean? He's exploring it all. So, he's, he, man, I might be playing Ryu more to be honest with you. Is how I'm feeling. Like he's sick. He's I was so trying sick. to say it towards the end of the interview with Ashima. I don't really think I like got my point across. Was I think one of Ryu's best strengths that I feel like we underrated was um, what Charles was saying. Like you know, the Tatsu confirms how. They don't have to be like point blank. Like Ryu's a bit better compared to Ken. That like getting any part of the down tilt or any part of like the up tilt. Like even if it's like a mid range poke, you can still kill off of it. Whereas like Ken like won't be able to get like the the Shoryu or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and Ryu's fireballs, I forget exactly how much I do, but it's in the double digits for sure, like in the teens somewhere. And Ken's only does like seven. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it, it does add up a lot. Not to mention the way he used um, strong jab was really good. Like the, yeah. it's the same thing as Ken's input roundhouse. 
Um, so just using it as an anti-air to kill move and back air, bro. He spent it really did look like Smash Four out here with that back air. Like he was just mashing that back air, which is yeah. awesome. It's so good. I and feel like Ryu just has more maximization at multiple ranges, where Ken has yep. like one range where he like gets his most valuable hits. Yeah. It really took took the kids, took the money, <laughs> took the spot on the tier list. He's got nothing left. What the heck? Ken's dying out Ken here. Ruled, dude. Ken ruled. No, don't just, worry. Violent Ken or Evil yeah. Ken, whatever it's gonna be. It's gonna uh, be lit. Akuma Ken. It's Ooh. gonna be like new Ken. He's gonna be broken in Street Fighter Six. We'll see what happens, man. Darkness, we'll dude. <laughs> But either way, yeah, they were all really sick to talk to. Um, what were the other? Oh, all of their opinions. They either had Sephiroth or Diddy in their top three, which is very yeah, fun to watch Gavin to react to. Yeah. B was dying at that. That's uh, so funny. Dude. She was like managing the Twitter and listening to uh, <laughs> the live episode, and she was like, "The entire like all of Japan thinks you're carried." <laughs> <laughs> They're just saying it through the tier list. Which is great. And yeah. uh, Diddy Player won a big Japan tournament. Like that day, apparently. That day, like after the interview. They knew what they were talking about. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> getting crazy around here. It is getting crazy. But yeah, I mean, speaking of Japan, I mean, T took down Crown, which is amazing. Pac I was saying well that again. on the yeah. way home. I was like, Japan is like dominating Smash Ultimate right now. Yeah. Like, Battle of BC won over one with Ken. Uh, Ken Sephiroth and Sonic, and then T winning with like Pac Man Kazuya for Crown, and then Akola winning the Invitational with Steve. Just like, damn, Japan is just winning a lot. Yeah, and it was T and Shutan got third at that tournament as well, going Pyramithra and and uh, Olimar, obviously. So man, they're just mixing. To be honest with you, Japan it might be on top right now. I, I mean, I don't even know if it's well. It's tough. Everyone's so good, right? How do you even? Yeah. And again, always with Japan, it's like, ah, it's like the results are so inconsistent in-house. Been consistent as hell across the seas, man. I'll tell you what, they've been killing it. They've been killing it. I think this is the strongest Japan has ever looked in history of Smash. Any Smash game, game, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Like even just going all the way back to Brawl. And Japan has always been a top-level threat, but we've never seen Japan dominate, like, first place, first place, first place. Like, outside of Japan. Even Melee, right? because they're getting the opportunity to go outside of Japan more than like once or twice a year too. Like back, back during brawl, it was like a one or two time thing sometimes, but now it's like they're getting the opportunity to, to play and they're showing why they're so good. Need that data, man. Need a bigger sample size of the Japan yes. players, bro. And they yeah. keep showing it off, dude. Yeah. Killing I didn't even it. realize like we were so busy with invitation. I didn't really realize like the full scope of crown. So you Usually, even when I'm at another tournament, I'll watch the other one that's on. You know what I mean? At least catch the right. highlights. Dude, I could. A Gimitational, like, I was either playing friendlies or I was commentating or, yeah. like, you know, helping out. It was, like, it was just a busy week. It was so – but I do have to say I had an absolute blast at Gimitational. Thank you so much, you know, Gimmer for hosting. And it was a really – Yeah, my, especially with the Tweak Talks yeah. thing. Like, that was really cool. Yeah. Shout-outs. Thank you. Hi, dude. Yeah. yeah. In terms of interviews, we don't really get too much interactions. Even when we do get Japanese players That's at why we Summit, prioritize it, it, yeah. it's not really like a one-on-one -on -one interview. It's like, oh, hey, you just won this match. How do you feel kind of thing? It's really brief. But yeah. I felt with, like the Tweet Talks interview, we really got to talk about the meta and like what they're trying to work on. Specifically, we got Japan's thoughts on their meta compared to our meta. I mean, it matched our thoughts, but 
I've never been able to ask it. Yeah, yeah. Bro, exactly. Shout out to Watch. That's what I was going to say just now. Shout out to Watch. That guy without translating. I'm sorry about that, but you did a great job. Amazing. It's his job. Yeah, he did a really good job. Well, I don't know. I'm not like a professional translator, but like apparently like a lot of people, you know, on Twitter, I saw them saying he's doing, he's killing it. So shout out to that guy, Watch. He's he's absolutely killing it. Without him. Go ahead. I did an interview with Watch like later on and he gave me like a a Japanese like piplup Pokemon snack and it was really good. You ate it? Look out for that interview, but yeah, it was great. Honestly, I don't even know what it was, but it was really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the man because and like you guys are saying, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do for the show and we did want to take advantage of the fact that we were there with so many top players and it's like, well, I think everyone like there's this unique opportunity that we don't really get to have a conversation with the Japanese players, which like you guys said, even if we're in the same venue together, we can't really talk because we don't speak Japanese. You know, there's no translation going back and forth, but yeah, it was, it was a really, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought that was really cool and unique and you know, Mm. really nice. It's great content, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And really Japan again, just dominating. And the only player that Japan didn't necessarily have results on now is Leo. And I mean, even past that, again, players that usually in America that do well versus Japan, I mean, Akola was able to conquer them or just like place higher than them throughout this weekend or throughout the past mm. few weekends, right? Yeah. So, which is absolutely crazy. So, really, not the only thing Japan doesn't really have right now in terms of dominance is uh, placement over Leo, but still, placement over everyone else is absolutely insane. And shout out to Akola, man. Yeah. Played absolutely phenomenal this weekend. First yeah. place. In terms of, before we jump into Akola, we could jump into, they talked, one thing I loved about talking to the Japanese players was, you asked them a lot, Charles, what's the difference in the play styles? Marcus did too. And they always, and it's always kind of been what we've always said, which is like, you know, kind of North America or outside Japan, the aggression, right? The rush down, all that stuff. And you look at who did really well this tournament, Cola and Light, kind of the top two reps doing it here. They are the embodiment of that style. So it, it is yeah. true that that style exists and it works. Cola got a win on Ashimo. Uh, Light beat Gact, which is actually insane. I feel like not enough people are talking about it. I feel yeah. like it was a really tough matchup for Bob. Light had, like, two outcomes, and it was either last place or the second place he got. Like, <laughs> like Light could have easily not won that Gact set. Yeah. And I feel like winning that Gact set, that's exactly what I said to B right after it happened. I was like, I feel like Light is in a good spot for the rest of the tournament because he like this is probably the thing he was worried about the most. That Ness gives him a, a hard time, so... Yeah, I was sure. gonna I was gonna talk about light honestly like what a crazy run from like losers to second place and cola too they both the moist boys they started in lo- really rough yeah. Saturdays from those guys which we yeah. didn't expect at all like really like hard to watch matches which you don't get from them often at all let alone both of them on the same day but then mm-hmm. obviously climbing the way back only cola only losing to light and light only losing to Ashimo the next day it's amazing like that and to me, it's just, it speaks volumes to like the different day mentality, right? Like, yeah, I played like shit on Saturday, but I killed it on Sunday. And that's when it actually matters and vice versa too, right? Like it works the other way. You can have a really good Saturday and then just not have a good Sunday too. Like it, that day in between yeah. that transition, so much can happen. It's that was just basically me. Like I, I did much yeah. better on the previous days. Like I won my, my pool and then I didn't do well on the final bracket. So yeah, we talked about this with Cosmos too when I, I commentated like one block and I was watching Cosmos just grind it out and play all these matches and like um, 
Cosmos was having a rough start and then just kept it going. Every time Cosmo would lose, he would just go play some friendlies and just practice. And he eventually like started to get into his own uh, strive. And I feel like that was one of the most admirable things I witnessed that weekend. Cause I feel like like that's just like, that just shows a lot of strength. I feel like because it's such a long weekend, you're playing so much and it's really easy to get demoralized when you're doing poorly or get upset. But like, just to be able to put your head down and just keep going, like, is a uh, really really admirable, honestly. There's a lot of perseverance this weekend for sure, and I gotta yes. give my man Mars so many props for sticking with Joker all weekend. Yes, and it worked out to get him a light dub. So yeah, that was really really nice to see because you know he's been working on that for a long time. It hasn't been getting the results instantly that he was looking for, or even like close to it. Like he still wavered between, do I even try going Joker here? And I think you gave him a little bit of advice, honestly, that pushed him over yeah, the line I... because yeah. We were we were talking and I'm like like you play Joker like almost exclusively for hours a day like and then bracket comes up and you just pick zero suit. It's like how about you try work like playing the playing Joker and bracket and like work, playing with what you practiced and he like finally did it and I feel like it gave him some confidence to get that that light win like you said too. Yeah. So I feel like we could definitely see a scary version of Mars if he like finds the balance between zero suit and Joker too, especially, or just the confidence to play some of his other characters too. Cause he's as good as any of the best of the best with multiple characters that are like known for playing multiple characters, whether it's like, you know, like, like Leo or me or whatever it is. Right. Like he's like just as good at, at, at us, like at the game as a whole, like his mega man is crazy. Like, and everyone knows it too, but when the tournament comes around, he like just won't, try it consistently it's and when he and when he does out. try it it might be too late either that's like the big thing i wanted to tell mars is like try it for a full set try it on game one like don't like instead of like a backup plan right and i feel like he finally got some data with that and finally and I, this was a good environment to do it in too because it was an invitational so yeah the joker was definitely moving and he's had it for so long too this isn't something he's recently yeah. been. that's what i'm saying right? the snake the mega man it's like yeah. We talk about it all the time, like privately, and then it just doesn't come out in bracket. Well, they definitely could, but at the same time, like I know how it feels. Like I went through the same thing with Sephiroth. Like I was playing so much Sephiroth, but not pulling out in tournament, and I'm starting to pull it out in tournament, and it just connects to your confidence too. Like you know, getting those first couple wins and like big wins in the bracket, and then you start doing it more and more, and I feel like it can only go up from there when it comes to like developing a game plan around it. <laughs> Yeah, Soul's Zero Suit is so hard nowadays. Yeah, it it really and again, it's another game where she got kind of screwed by DLC as well. Like she kind yeah. of has a hard time with a bunch of the DLC characters. Not one of them though, which is actually a great transition there, Charles. Yeah, let's talk. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about Steve and Minecraft or what? The menace. The, he, dude, he is a menace. He's oh a straight up menace. He really <laughs> is, dude. He is. Is he not a menace? This character's a menace. Uh yeah, man. I mean, Steve across the board, Yanni doing very well, Alcola, of course. And then just in general, like just at weeklies, like just everywhere we're kind of seeing this character. It, he was always, it reminds me of Shulk, but shit actually happened. Everyone said so yeah. much potential, yeah. so much potential, so much potential. Shulk, he fucking, he just flubbed and like whatever, no one cares. Sorry, Ramses. <laughs> but then with Steve, now it's the opposite. It's like, damn, what do we do about this character? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So what do you guys think? The big word out there. We banned right, So we definitely, we probably all have long-winded opinions about this and it's going to be connected yeah. to the, you know, 
band discussion. Yeah, like, go for it. You can go first if you want. All right, your piece off. I'm going in. All right, so I want to make it very clear that I think that we, us looking at the past and being like, well, we didn't ban X and Y, so we shouldn't ban Steve is stupid. I think that's very bad. Yes. We were a very young community, and honestly, Bayo should have been banned. Meta Knight should have been banned. Like These are characters that should have been banned based off of how strong they are and how much they dominated the meta and how much they also hurt viewership. With Bayonetta, uh, since Ultimate got announced, we did not have to necessarily ban the character because the game was dead already. Like, Ultimate got announced, everyone stopped playing, and then we're... We had our future lined up already. She exactly. didn't really so take over that, that hard until understand. that point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right, but if we didn't have Ultimate around the corner, she definitely should have been banned. And pre-patch Bayo should have been, like, banned on site. That was troll. I was seeing people go, like, 1-2 or 0-2, like, winning locals. I'm, like, not even kidding. Nice. That's how stupidly strong the character was. And all you had to learn was one input, downward ABK, and you just, you know the combos. I don't it's know a hard input, saying, but, but all right. Regardless, <laughs> I think that Steve, right now, does not deserve to be banned because we simply don't have the results. And keep in mind that the Invitational was an Invitational type event. So it's like we got these top-level Steves and Kazuyas injected into the, the bracket that we have like the consistent top eight players getting into, right? Yeah. Uh, usually they don't make it that far. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. How, I don't think Yanni has ever gotten into a top eight. I think yeah. his highest placement before was like ninth or something like that. So, or if he did get a top eight, like maybe just one or something like that. So usually these players don't get this far. So we don't get to see that much of it. Now we got to see the top players fighting. Because they're thrown right into the mix. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, I mean, I think as of before, most top players I talked to at tournaments, they would, just, they would just be like, oh, I just hope I don't play the Steve player. Like, that was literally everybody's strategy. So <laughs> I think everyone's counterplay for Steve needs to improve and everyone needs to learn the matchup. So there's a lot of growth that can happen there. When I look at Steve, like, especially after this weekend and talking with people and really thinking about it, I do think Steve is the best character. And I think it'll eventually get to that point where his counterplay will... Like, when I theorycraft Steve... I think in the future he will be banned. I think if the player base gets as good as they should, because what we what we're seeing now is Steve mess up, and I can just like give you some basic number breakdowns like up tilt, golden diamond, or minus one on block, and this character can walk and do this move and zero to death you off of it. And he only has to hit the button one time. We found that out this weekend too. Remember that? So like, it's just that one thing is just ridiculous. I don't even need it. Like I, I can go on and on about like what the future might look like i don't i don't know though maybe maybe we figure out like a character that does really well against steve who knows right we definitely need more time there's no way we can you can't ban a character with this amount of information off of an invitation yeah. that's just ridiculous but i think in time in my opinion like one to two years down the road i think there is very huge potential for Steve to get banned just because of the strength of the character. I also think there's potential for Steve to get banned because of what he does to the viewership. Because to my understanding, most people don't like watching the character, but I could be wrong. I mean, if people like what, because another thing people need to think of, the only other reason why a character can get banned is because of it like killing your game in terms of viewership. The only reason why tier one orgs get smash players is because we have the numbers, right? In Brawl, there was none of that because we didn't have the numbers and we were just a community. We we're like, you know, whatever, like we're going to do whatever we want, blah, blah, blah. Right now there's people's jobs on the line. So if viewership starts tanking and nobody wants to watch smash anymore, guess what? The value of smash goes away and we can just say, Oh, you know what? Steve's killing our game, but we can just uh, not ban him. 
and then you know smash just becomes irrelevant right so it's like yeah. it's just so hard because it's based off community but in my opinion those are the two reasons a character can get for being banned being too strong or just literally killing the viewership of your game and i think steve has the potential in the future to do both right nice well said yeah, charles that's, that's oh. I'll go next if you want, Gavin. We can save yours, save the best for last, I suppose. <laughs> sure. All right. All right. Here's what I got to say. Not yet. That's like, yet is yeah. the key word, I think. Not yet. Charles hit it pretty well. This is one small sample size, not even a conventional tournament. It is an invitational. So players had to fight a lot uh, fewer opponents to get to where they needed to be to win. Granted, they were higher, stronger, higher caliber opponents. However, you know how brackets work. Sometimes you just lose to somebody. They study really hard for the matchup, or they got a good character matchup or whatever. What I'll say about Steve, two things. Risk-reward is insane with this character. Up, tilt, and grab are just like, am I going to die at zero or, or at 10%? Like, is that going to happen? Risk-reward is insane. Minecart is insane, obviously. And then the ability to build walls behind you and around you so you can tech and not die. Unique to only him. You only, like... Diddy Kong has a banana peel. You could throw it, I could grab it. That could totally happen. Blocks you can tech and use, actually, technically you can. But if Steve places them strategically behind him, it's not gonna help you. You know what I mean? He's not gonna, you know what I mean? It's not gonna work that way. Typically, they're gonna help him a lot more. But it is still a mechanic that is unique to him. And we ban stages that have walls for that reason. Because you don't want people to sit against the wall and hug the wall all day and not die. I will say, I still. I'm not even sure if he's the best character in the game yet still. I do think it is on the table that he could be the Definitely. best character in the game. Like I said, he's he's actually Mr. Potential. Shulk, that title's gone from you. He's actually Mr. Potential. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like that, that title has been stolen. What I will say is, and what I'd like to see, enough of this bullshit where we say we either ban him or we don't. We need to do something now or we don't. No. What we need is actual fucking infrastructure to say this character is dominated for two seasons. This character has dominated for six months. This character has an upset factor in their favor of a billion. We need actual data, not just I don't like this. I don't like this isn't a reason to really ban it right out right away. Yeah. You know, and if it hurts viewership, that's actual numbers and data I can get behind to make that happen. Did I freeze? There I am. All right, we're good. I was getting so into it, you know. But anyway... I say not yet. I say think about it, be smart, and approach it in a way that is fair to everyone. Hey, look, your character has been causing upsets and winning tournaments for three seasons. We got to do something. It's not healthy for the ecosystem like of this game. That's what's important to me. And what I really want to see is an infrastructure change that allows people to make informed decisions like this. Like, hey, man, we have this you know, series, circuit, whatever it is. Steve's just been doing too much damage to it. We can't do it anymore. It's It's got to go. So that's what I think. I think it's more about more productive changes than just saying, yes, we should ban him or no, we should. And in my opinion, we don't have enough data to make that decision to ban him yet. So my answer is no for now. So there you go. Not yet. Kevin? So where do I start? <laughs> so this reminds me a lot of – so going back to the fact that as an invitational is really important because it's not like a, a bracket, like you're kind of just like, all right, we're getting a lot of new fighter pass two character versus top player. Like there's no build up to it. It's like just play. And that's always a little weird. There's like multiple Steve players. So it's like, it's gonna like, I don't know, dramatize it a bit, I guess. Cause it's like, there's like going right into it. Um, this reminds me a lot of summit three 
except it was ages at Summit 3. At Summit 3, there's a lot of Pyramithra players. And everyone in the building, player-wise, was like, this is the best character in the game. But what we're really saying is, like, this is the best character in the building. <laughs> I, I, like, hmm. They probably were the best character in the game at the time, but we're complaining about what we're playing against and seeing right then, because there's a lot of Pyramithra, you know what I mean? And at Invitational, the energy was all about, like, Kazuya and Steve, because there was a lot of Kazuya and Steve. Um, in terms of Steve being the best character in the game, if I had to say yes or no right now, I'd probably just take the safe answer and say yes. But oh, you think that's a safe answer? I think it's the safe oh answer based on like the timeline and how wow. it's going, and like uh, the player base of the character too. Like the players like picking up Steve and like dominating immediately with no like their highs are ridiculous and like their lows aren't really there right now either. Um, and like Charles said, like their level of play is a is a lot lower than it could be. It's so suboptimal. It's crazy. Yeah, so basically, like, Dang. the results say a lot if um, there's a lot more that could have been happening in the moment. So I think the safe answer is yes. If I made a tier list, I might not put him as number one right now, but sure, it, it might happen uh, eventually, if not right now. Um, do I think he should be banned? No. Do I think Kazuya should be banned? No. In terms of a tier list, I wouldn't put Kazuya that high up on the tier list. But obviously, he's, like, an example of, like, let me create the worst possible design character ever. Uh, <laughs> like, y'all know how I feel about characters like that, like, Luigi-type characters. Like, I've probably talked about it on the show before. Um, but yeah, it's terrifying to play against characters like Kazuya or Steve because, you know, you don't... Your character most likely doesn't kill them in one hit, but theirs does, um, while also having a lot of room for error. Um, but yeah, Kazuya isn't even that high on the tier list, but I still understand why he's grouped into the same conversation as Steve. Cause they're just so poorly designed. Um, but no, I, they, they should not be banned. Um, and like has said, if there was like some sort of infrastructure or something to work with, then like, you know, the conversation would be a lot easier, but I do want to be more open-minded because, uh, you know, when Steve came out, like my whole energy on this show, when ever since Steve came out, was like, I'm gonna pretend he doesn't exist, uh, because it was just so he's just so weird, right? Uh, and now I have to know he exists because he's dominating the game. So like, yeah. part of that's on me, right? Like, he was just so weird, and I just hated him so much that I just ignored him until I, you know, I've already lost to him like a handful of times. So it's like I have to, yeah, you know accept it now but i don't know we'll see or just complain and get him banned then you don't have to learn the matchup dude way easier right that sounds <laughs> okay, nice we'll see uh in smash 4 we weren't the the very last patch we had was not scheduled like it wasn't supposed to happen but there was like pre-patch bail was so broken <laughs> and people were complaining so much and people were dying at zero so much that Nintendo had an emergency patch, and that's how we got Bro. the nerf on Bayo, and she was still the most broken character in the game Actually, by far. Charles told me that, and I don't even remember that. So I forgot was... about that too. Bro, can I tell you? I've been thinking they're gonna do a secret other patch. Like I'm just I don't know why. You're like just I just, waiting every day. Maybe I'm being hopeful. Like they just well, just like change the game up a little bit more. Like, cause I really like Ultimate. I'd like it to see like 
it stay fresh and like new things. Yeah. Not even just like, oh, nerf Steve. Like that's not even. I don't know. Give Gannon some new stuff. I don't and make it. You know, make him a little more fun to play or something. Like and you don't even need Sakurai to be a part of that the, to to balance the game. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like they could have had continued support for years to come. I'm actually really disappointed that we just don't have any more patches, which sucks for like content wise too. I know, yeah. I, well, that's what I'm saying is I think the game obviously is phenomenal. Like, the roster, everything about... Like, there are things, obviously, I'd like to see updated or changed about it. But at the same time, just getting... It was so exciting waiting for new patches and stuff, man. You never knew what you are going to get, right? Like, that Forrest Gump shit. Like, yeah, yeah. box of chocolates, you know? You don't know. Get out of here. I think, like, um, in terms of, like, the path the game is on, obviously, it's looking a little rough. Uh... I, I saw like a lot of top players talking about the game and stuff, but I don't know. Uh, I, I definitely agree. It's 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 not looking healthy by any means, but hopefully there's a patch. Uh, hopefully we uh, get better at fighting Steve. That would be nice too. <laughs> I think I was gonna say that too. And the thing with we pro- talked about Pyramitho a little bit. The counterplay that that character has evolved a lot because I saw Sp- Cosmo struggle in some spots that we hadn't seen before. His up B getting punished by jump up air Shoryu, like a highlight for me in the tournament. That was ridiculous. That was Jin, but still. Oh, Jin, yeah, like, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. That looked like a robotic Sorry. moment. Like, that was, like, yeah. just like, oh, you up B, die. Like, it was, like, the coolest I thought it happened thing. to Cosmos, too. Maybe I'm wrong. Sorry. Maybe. Sorry, Jin. But I-, I remember seeing it. Jin uh, Tucky. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's yeah. it's definitely, like, for me personally, it's, like, I just got to keep working and stay motivated because it's really easy to, like, yeah, play against, like, such foreign stuff and, like, just ignore the game for a bit until the next tournament. But I'm trying my best to keep practicing and, like, just staying motivated. Larry Especially after to- what I was talking about, like, really admiring the players that would just, like, sit down and grind it out. Like, I want to try to emulate that to the best of my ability. That's the way to do it. Larry wants to ban Kazuya because he's annoying and doesn't let you play the game. I have news for Larry about his character, Falco. Uh, (laughs) All right. Falco sucks. I hate Falco, so I played Larry. Dude, this is awful. I don't even get to play. (laughs) This is terrible. He's doing it to other people. He does a Kazuya combo. It just goes up to 80, though, and doesn't kill you. I used to think Kazuya was, like, pretty bad. And I still think Kazuya is weaker than people say, but... Yeah, uh, it's definitely a character I like. That isn't my kind of thing, so I just don't understand it, and it's getting scarier and scarier. But I don't know. Yeah, like, and I'll say too, I feel like these characters are treated a little different because they're DLC. Obviously, you know, there's a whole pay to win vibe with it. But what's the difference? Like, if one of these players picked up, I don't know, like another top tier, like uh, like Pikachu or Palu or whatever, and started doing really well, like the vibe isn't quite the same, yeah, like, right? What if we invited like? Shuton, Myron, and DeBuzz. And yeah. they, like, all had to play Olimar. Like, we would definitely hate Olimar that week, right? Like, the players and the viewers. They would definitely get a little rough. If they did really well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It seemed like they're... And that's the thing, too, with the fighters' passes. And like you said, Gavin, the counterplay is very... The character's very unique, so so is the counterplay, right? Like, there's a lot to learn, yeah. uh, especially in the counterplay side. And I feel like that's where people... Especially, like, against Kazuya, I feel like this comes in as well. Where it's like, I have to learn so much to fight this character, and he's just mashing electric at me and killing me. It's like, eh, that's kind of true, right? You know what I mean? Like, how do I kind of get around this? Or how, what's The, the risk reward is, is always in their favor, that's for sure. That's the problem, yeah, as they feel. Or that's one of the problems, is it feels like almost impossible. But 
or if you slip up once or twice, you're eating 80 or you're dying or you're, yeah. you're, you're at 70 and you're off stage and Steve's building blocks at you, right? Like the risk reward is crazy for these characters. There's always counterplay though, but it's like how hard, like, and that's the frustration like, factor, right? Is how hard do you work on the counterplay where they just hit their one, you mess up once you die, you know, it's tough. It's it hard. Reasonable. Yeah. Right. Reasonable. Is a good word comes for that. Yeah. Like there's always counterplay. Bayo counterplay, right? That's what we always said, right? Just yeah. SDI. Not that easy. It's that. My yeah. apologies. S yeah, S yeah. SDI against Marcus's Bayo and Smash. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's see how that goes. I mean, see, that's where you get into uh like reasonable territory. Like there's a literal physical gate keeping me from beating this character, right? Like right. that that's why I think Smash 4 Bayo was ridiculous. There's a bunch of other stuff like which time and stuff, but even if we just break down SDI. Like you're physically working five, maybe ten times harder than the bail in terms of button, like actual physical button pressing, and it's like I, my arm would cramp up in tournaments. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. It's like, I'm like, dude, I'm not playing melee. Like, what's happening? To yeah, me, STI doesn't feel like a natural game mechanic. You know what I mean? Like, That's... like mashing out of a grab does, but like STI feels like a like a cheat code in some kind of way. It's like secret knowledge that you need to like do a weird thing with your controller. Am I the only one who feels that way? I've always felt that way about SDI. I'm like, yeah. No, I agree. Kind of feels like, kind of feels like healthy. it feels on. I don't want to say cheating, but it feels like unnatural. You know, it's definitely oh, not yeah. cheating, but it feels not a billion percent how they meant the game to be played. But that's also stuff that people really fucking love about Smash, like wave dashing and all that other stuff. So I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, I love like secret lore tech. I think everyone does. I think it's a huge draw of the game. But at the same time, with SDI, like, the satisfaction isn't quite there because you just, like, don't die versus get something really cool, like a wave yeah. shine up smash or whatever. So You're just, like, willpowering your way out of yeah. stuff that other players just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, ex- I know, yeah. Ex- and when a player doesn't know SDI, like, when I play as, like, even Ken, right, or Richter even, like, if they don't SDI out of holy, or, S- or DI out of holy water, it's not satisfying if I holy water forward smash them. Like, all right, you just you don't know something. Like, that's kind of dumb, you know what I yeah. Like, what's the deal here? Same with Ken. Oh, like, like SDI in specific windows is fine. Like an up throw up air from Fox, like, like yeah, maybe a quarter of a second or a half a second of like insane SDI, right? A Bayo combo. That's yeah, a lot of SDI. Time, how much time so, you got. Yeah. And how many controllers so, you're willing like, to, to burn twist, through? Two ABKs, like yeah. the, the fair one, like all, all of this shit, like you're, it's a very extensive time you're doing it. So yep. yeah. But I will say lavish had a tweet that said that if we, and I, I don't, necessarily agree with this but i understand the viewpoint where it's like if we just ban steve which i don't agree with that we should do but the one plus that we would get is if we ban steve now maybe it would get nintendo's attention and they'll be like oh shit like damn we really fucked up and then they'll do a pass. yeah maybe i mean we've never tried something like that but that's, that's definitely a shot in the dark yeah because even the plan saying game, like the planking is definitely not intended. What if I just turn to the player and say, "Hey, can you not play Steve this?" Game? Please don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Steve, oh, uh, no. <laughs> you can't night. play Steve. Uh, actually, no, dude. Squat strike will save us all, bro. One Steve stock, you can't sit there and mine a ton. Squash. Squat strike. Squat strike's the answer. Squash. You only get one Steve stock. You get one Steve. You only have to fight one Steve, but then they play Kazuya after, so you have to play Kazuya and Steve. Obviously, What's that's the not band lineup. Yeah, Steve dude, I love that the the format that we did, the teams format where you get bans and stuff. Again, like I said it during it, and you guys said it too, but it reminded me of a MOBA, man, where you're banning characters and stuff. It's really cool. Mute, you have a lot of characters. Mute Ace had a tweet about that. Like, why don't we just play where you ban two characters against each other and, like, you kind of have to play your third. Or, like, hey, I don't mind fighting against 
uh, you're Sephiroth. I don't, I don't ban Sephiroth. Go ahead or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of neat to think about Thanks character banning. Anytime. Uh, I think that's neat. I think there's, I think we have a lot of options here. I mean, we banned stages before. What's the, why not allow people to ban a character or two, you know? And, and Akola would be fine. He has other characters, man. Like he's still yeah. a really good player. You know, I don't, I don't know what type of results you get right away, but making that adjustment would, would be tough for anyone. But it's just like, I don't know. I feel like Ultimate's the game where everyone is here. We got a billion characters. Let's let's use them, man. Let's let's mix it up. Let's get them out of here. Them, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know well, if that's what we're going to do, but it's, it sounds cool. We won't. It's so hard to implement change. And people are so intertwined with their main. You're telling me I can't play my main? I don't want to go to tournaments. Why do I want to do that? You know, like it's kind of counter. Dark Wizzy is pissed. <laughs> Has that too. See ya. <laughs> I'm playing Ken? What's the point? Uh, Kokazia. I ban Mario. Dark Wizzy like looks down at his Mario shirt. Takes <laughs> off his Mario hat. Damn it. Fuck. He played. He nice squad strike team. Yoshi and Joker actually. Yeah, yeah. It's just I was I just it was just the easiest example to think of of like people being intertwined with their character. Yeah. Even like um, I mean, Mister R, right? I mean, he has two. He has like three characters. He has a snake too. I was gonna say it's always Chrom and Cheek though. You know what I mean? Like that's you can play Power with or Snake though. Like there's a lot of people out there play a lot of characters. Young Link. That's right. Mars. But it'd be sad because then we lose things like Light's Fox, you know, and that's sad for Charles and no one else in Light. So that's sad, you know. That's mostly cool. Charles, but mostly, mostly yeah. Charles, yeah. <laughs> Charles is gonna feel that one more than Light. <laughs> Light's True. Fox was dummy hard though. He does have, yeah. I mean, he had a nice Lucina too. We saw that in Smash Four. Yeah, uh, Spacey's. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else we wanted to cover today, gentlemen? I think that about calls it. Uh, Tough topic today, but I think we were professionals about it. You know, no. we're not we're not calling anyone bad at the game. By no means. No, like, until awesome. next episode. That's what next episode is yeah. going to be about. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about y'all yet. All right. Around the horn, one more shout out each. Charles, start. Uh, by no means, again, just harping on this, by no means are we saying anyone's like bad or care. Everyone's no. carried by their own character. You know what I mean? Like no. if you're you, only if, if like what? bottom tiers if you play a bottom tier then you're not carried if you play anyone that's relevant then you're carried obviously right like that's just how it goes but by no means are we saying Akola is like bad at game or anything like Akola did amazing this weekend it was so sick to see like that level of Steve come out and play and just like really destroy everyone right I think like Light took a single game so shout out to Akola shout out to all the Japanese players I love seeing the clash of uh, you know regional differences and stuff like that so shout out to all the Japanese players and it was a great tournament Super My final it. statement is, uh, in this emergency patch we keep talking about, oh, God. toss me a bone. What? <laughs> what? Right. No, you play a top three, top five character, dude. No way. Uh, next. Gag said, said it, too. It's got to be true. Shout out to my man Riddles. He keeps getting better and better. He keeps knowing how to mix up his character choices, dude. Obviously, huge fan of the kids since day one of Ultimate, so I really... Team Liquid pick up all that good stuff. I'm really happy to see him do well. So just you know, shout out. I didn't. I didn't get to congratulate him enough on having a good. Yeah, we didn't talk about that many players because I know mostly talking about characters. But yeah, and you guys can be really mean to us in the YouTube comments. I I have one more shout out. Please let me. I'm sensitive. Go ahead. Uh, Shout out to Spargo. He's taking a break right now. Yes. So uh, he enjoys his break. Uh, Everyone out there, if you have to take a break, you know, for your own health. That's very important. Don't ever try to get around that. That is the most important thing. Health always comes first before the game. So, I said it too. Shout out to Spargo. 
I agree. You know, he's showed us so much great smash. I just want to make sure he's all right. Exactly, dude. And for him, he's been on the gauntlet recently. Like, not just like just playing smash, traveling a lot. He's young. Don't forget. That's a lot of travel. It's a lot of top level competition getting signed like that pressure behind all that stuff. So again, hope the kids do. I mean, he's obviously a top tier competitor. Hope he's doing well, you know, personally and all that good stuff. So shout yeah. out to the Spargo. He'll be back. Obviously he'll be doing great. So yeah, the goat. Shout out to light. Shout out to Cola. Shout out yeah. to Akola. Shout out to Cosmos. Shout out to Yanni. Shout out to riddles. Uh, shout out to Mars's Joker. Yep. Like only the Joker. Shout out to Gak doing like 1080 PK Thunders on people at zero. <laughs> Gak's the coolest, man. What the heck? Yeah. Shout out to Gak's jacket, which I stole on Sunday. No, I'm just kidding. He told us how to get it, dude. Japan internet. It. We need to get on the Japanese internet. See ya. Bye.